Fill Your Cup First is a podcast that bridges a gap between what we know about how important self-care is and practicing it in our real lives. Hosted by Amy Hoke and Kimberly Robago, both busy moms and businesswomen with a background in social work. Fill Your Cup First creates a space for women to move self-care out of the good idea for everyone else category to the great idea for me category and to do it with guilt-free confidence. Welcome to Fill Your Cup First, the podcast that puts self-care where it belongs, at the top of your priority list. We're your host, Amy Hoke, and Kimberly Rabago, and we are so happy that you're with us today. A few weeks ago, we uh, were talking a little bit about reflections over resolutions, and so today's podcast is a follow-up on that podcast, um, and we're going to revisit a little bit of what we talked about. We had a brief conversation about limiting beliefs and boundaries, and so today we are going to share uh, another concept or idea, and Amy, you want to share what that is? Sure. Yeah, we really, when we started our reflection of last year and moving into 2020, you know, Kim already mentioned limiting beliefs and boundaries. These were big themes that came up for us. And as we move forward into 2020, these are just things that spoke to us. And um, really, we felt like were big parts of, you know, making... um, enhancing or changing or making 2020 even better. And so the third topic that we talked about was um, what are you tolerating in your life? And, you know, we hear a lot about pain points in business or when you think about customer service, but really what you're tolerating is the same as what pain points do you have in your life that you continue to put up with tolerate whether you think you should or have to or you maybe haven't really even identified it as the fact that you're tolerating it it just Mm -hmm. is part of your normal life or routine so you know we've been reflecting and thinking about different pain points or things that we continue to tolerate and we just started talking about that as another way to reflect back on 2019 and headed into 2020. And what do we want to change about that? What do we not want to tolerate anymore? Um, so yeah, that's our that's our third theme in under our reflection podcasts. Mm-hmm. I think that you know the first part is identifying it and using that reflection time to say, what, what am I tolerating that I don't need to be, you Mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. And we talked a little bit about, you know, as women, um, at at least I feel like that we tolerate a little bit more in the sense of things that we don't really find pleasant. Um, and it may be reflections on what our society's expectations of us are as far as from us, you know, from a, perspective of being a a working mom or, you know, a a single mom, a stay-at-home mom, whatever that is, I think the mom umbrella may fit. And um, I think that 
Part of it too is tolerating our stress that we have been so good at doing for so long. Um, it does increase our anxiety and it does also increase our fear. Um, and we just don't want to live there anymore. We don't want to be afraid um, to really ask for what we want. We want to be fearless. Mm-hmm. Right. And- yeah, and I think sometimes we, um, like you mentioned, the the stress or perceived stress that we feel, with you know, of doing it all and getting everything done and just tolerating that routine over and over every day. Yeah. And so I I shared with Amy that one of the routines that really stresses me out is um, dinner. And I I hope that maybe some of our audience can can, um, join me in saying that dinner is the bane of my existence and planning for or thinking about dinner is just really hard for me. And so when I walk in the door at four o'clock, there's somebody that's going to ask me, what are we having for dinner? (laughs) Uh (laughs) and it really just deflates me I'm like a tire you can like tire with a a nail in it I just deflate I'm like oh that's right you want to (laughs) eat right you're like I have no idea I have no idea (laughs) um but some of the things that you know I I realized that that was such a stressor for me that uh I was able to gratefully put some things in place so um, a friend of mine has a business, uh, friends of mine have a business that they do pre-cooked meals. And mm-hmm. so maybe once or twice a week or maybe once a week, I'll just see what the menu is and order one and I'll pick it up and dinner's boom. It's cooked, it's done. And my kids love their cooking, mm-hmm. so it's always done. And I've even, I've even let myself off the hook where it doesn't have to be a full planned meal. It doesn't have to be a meat, you know, a starch and veggies. And sometimes I'll just do a bag of edamame, throw them on the, literally steam them, throw them on the table and say, have at it for a little bit until I think about what else to add with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Start grazing. <laughs> right. How about you, Amy? I mean, Mm -hmm. I think what you did was um, great where you identified like this is something I struggle with and some people don't and that's okay. And Mm -hmm. some people love planning meals and, you know, it's part of their day. And then you changed your belief about it that it has to be first made by you Two, it has to be this perfect meal. So like that was fantastic. And then you found other solutions to put in place. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I don't know how long ago it, it happened for me, but it's got to be the last two year or two where I actually let go of thinking that it has to be me in, in the family, in my family. And um, because, you know, my husband and I, we have two kids and they have other needs when we walk in the door too. We all know that, um, with preteens and teens, there's Mm -hmm. other stuff going on in their lives. There's homework that needs to get done. They have different activities. And I changed my expectation of me having to do it as the mom. And my husband now plans meals and cooks 
most of the meals and every once in a while, and I love to cook. I, I would love to be able to do it all, but I couldn't. And, um, so it just works now. So mm-hmm. I let go. We identified it. Mm-hmm. Um, we were weighing it way too much. And I don't like that. I like to have like healthy meals for my family. And we just changed our belief about who needs to do it in our family. And it works. So that was kind of the action we took on that. that that's great, really. I, your big Your point about letting go is such a... a a strong point because it really is about saying it might not be done the way that I would do it, but yeah. I'm going to love the way that you do it and know that your best interest for our family is at heart. So right. it's yeah. fine. It's fine. And, and you know what else happens is like every once in a while, cause I love to find new recipes and try new things. So when I do do it, it's like so fun and creative. Cause I found a new recipe and I'll tell my husband like on Thursday night, like I'm cooking this and you know, we have everything, like the meals are planned for the week by him oh, and God he, bless you. <laughs> it's all the ingredients and um, it's funny because people come to me and ask me what he's cooking this week for ideas. <laughs> but um, when I find something that I want to cook, I find a recipe and, you know, I do as well. But it's it's just working right now for us. And it could change in the future where that doesn't work anymore for our family yeah. and kind of letting go that it has to be one way. Maybe I need will need to do, you know, get some more pre-made things, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and we've done that too, where I've, you know, bought meals from the same, our same friends that Mm -hmm. have that wonderful business. So, um, it's just what works and changing your belief about it. Yeah. And don't underestimate the fact of getting the kids involved as well. Yeah. Um, So my son knows, loves steamed broccoli, uh, not steamed broccoli, roasted broccoli. So he's, He's a teenager. He's been doing that on his own, and I appreciate when he does that. So getting them involved and realizing that, you know, that they can be helpful yeah, has really released a lot of um, guilt on my part for knowing that they want to be involved and they want to help. Yeah, absolutely. So I think, again, those, those points that we identified, um, you know, taking action, speaking up and voicing your feelings and making sure that you – Maybe have a family meeting about what you feel is tolerating, that you're tolerating and you just can't do anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, go, no, go ahead about changing your belief. I, was, I didn't know if there was anything else. Yeah, no, really just I think identifying it and changing your beliefs. And it could be about a routine that you have every day in your life or a relationship um, that you're tolerating, whether it be a coworker or a friend or someone in your family. And often you can't, like those people may not leave your life, but how can you manage it and tolerate some parts of it less, yep. you know? Yep. And I guess that's around the same thing that you were saying. Um, you may not have control of that situation, Mm-hmm. But you can control the way that you think about the situation, yeah. which would be, you know, uh, managing your belief or changing your beliefs about it. Yeah. Which is only going to reduce the stress that you have. 
right? Exactly. Yeah. You change the way you think about it. You definitely change the way you feel and it, it changes the stress level. Definitely. Mm -hmm. And again, too, um, sometimes we're just not ready for change and because we're afraid, but I think in the, in some cases going forward and being afraid and doing it anyway, Mm -hmm. the outcome can be really beneficial. Yeah. You know, I, I would love to hear, um, from some of our listeners, like if, after they think about this and think about what they might be tolerating and whether there's some things they already have changed, um, you could certainly share in the comments on our social media, um, after we air this episode, but I would just love to hear some things that they kind of looked at and decided, you know what, I am not going to be tolerating this anymore in my life. Yep. Yep. Our audience members are filled with wisdom. Yes. (laughs) And we'd love to hear it. Great. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of fill your cup first. We loved spending time with you. We look forward to talking with you again. Until then, remember to fill your cup first because you deserve it. Amy and I appreciate you listening. Please rate, review, and share Fill Your Cup First podcast with a friend. Also, remember, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Fill Your Cup First podcast. We appreciate you listening.